Dan. Didi. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe I should ask you how's everything. That was a sigh, my friend. <laughs> you know, it's uh, holiday weekends are fun. Um, mm-hmm. And I have the question. What is your favorite holiday weekend? Ooh. Because we, you know, we got a lot of holiday weekends. We got like the the ones with the long weekends. You know, you got Memorial yeah. Day, you got Labor Day, um, Fourth of July. Depending on where it falls, we'll count Fourth of July because you get something long. Whether you yep. get an extra Wednesday off or whatever it is, like Fourth of July is usually a, a long thing or whatever. So we'll add Fourth of July in that too. I'm not gonna add Thanksgiving and Christmas because those are like weeks of of time. Okay. Off. But I'm talking okay, about just fair. those long weekends. Like, I don't know if you grew up, you had, you know, Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day off, um, stuff like that. But yeah, those days yeah. with that Monday off, what's your favorite holiday weekend? Dude, fantastic question. Um, I'm glad you're taking out Thanksgiving and Christmas because I kind of lean. I was leaning Thanksgiving just because that that's almost extra long. Like you said, sometimes yeah. it's a week Yeah, at a time. Um, and it kicks off the holiday season, which I'm massively a huge fan of uh however taking that out of consideration it's the one we're sitting in right now and people listening just coming off of memorial day weekend love memorial day weekend because traditionally we're coming off a time where there's not a lot of like days off leading up to memorial day right Mm -hmm. if you get some time off for easter and not most people don't get an extra day off for easter so you're going back into February, like President's Day is the last time a lot of people had like a a bonus day off where they don't have to take any days off. And most importantly, it's the unofficial official start of summer. So you're outside, you're having a good time, you're usually drinking at the grill, whatever it is. It's just the weather's usually perfect, not too hot. It's Memorial Day for me, man. It's Memorial Day. Uh, you know, I land the exact same because Memorial okay. Day, I don't know why summer starts on, I'm sure, whatever, scientists, smarter people than me, fine. Yeah. Summer starts, what is it, the 21st? No, it doesn't. June, yeah. <laughs> if you tell me that summer starts in on June 21st, you are a fool. Like, I just don't, I, I'm sorry. Like, that's not when summer starts. Summer starts Memorial Day. When the pool's open, yeah. it's Memorial Day. Regardless where you're at, and I don't even know if it matters what the weather is. Like, most people, if you have a pool, whether you're on the East Coast or wherever, you're opening that thing. Like, people are opening up their <laughs> pools in Alaska Memorial Day weekend. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And that's why this weekend, it's just, I don't know, it gives so much hope. This was kind of a gloomy weekend uh, weekend in L.A., but, like, um, but yeah, but still, it's just, it's Memorial Day weekend. You just feel like, you know, it's that time. It's summer. It is. It's summer. Summer's kicking off. We're going to be talking a little summer today. I'm excited about that. You know, and it's, we finally got some summer weather on the East Coast too. We've been through a roller coaster of emotions when it comes to the weather. So <laughs> excited to finally make it. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, it's the brunch breakdown. Didi out here in Los Angeles. Dan is in Pittsburgh and Chris is on a boat somewhere. He's on a boat. <laughs> You know. Speaking of summer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, he's on a boat. And this is a good excuse for him not to be on the brunch breakdown this week. <laughs> he's, you know, doing his thing on a boat. So shouts to Chris. We'll talk to Chris next week. But today on the show, we're going to be talking a lot of topics we're going to fit in today. Uh, airplane ice. 
And is it sanitary? Is it not? I never thought about this before, but now after hearing what we have to say about it, I don't think you'll ever think about airplane drinks the same again. <laughs> uh, festival etiquette. Dan went to a festival this weekend. We are obviously festival goers. I can't wait to hear about this. And uh, we're going to talk songs that feel like summer. You hear it and automatically those songs just feel like summer. We got brunch court. We got music. We got We got a lot. Dan, tell them where they can find the brunch breakdown. Yeah, man, we're jam-packed today. And for that reason, you can find The Brunch Breakdown anywhere, people. We got a big menu to get to. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find The Brunch Breakdown. Just follow or subscribe. Let those new episodes come to you each and every Wednesday, okay? Make it easy. Let them come to you. Download on the go. Full video episodes, especially important when we have a brunch court, whatever it may be, a visual. Find the full video episodes on YouTube, on Facebook, premiering noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific every Wednesday as well. Watch them any on demand anytime you want to watch after that. We're everywhere on social media, of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, trailer, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown. Find us there, at Brunch Breakdown. It's that simple. Follow us. We follow you back. And we're giving you the sounds of brunch each and every week, right? Our playlist of what we're listening to gets updated on Spotify every Friday. So you're going to be set for the weekend and the week ahead. We give you what we were listening to last week. And what we hear when we tell you on the show this week as well. So you don't miss anything. Find that on Spotify, exclusively on Spotify, every Friday. Beautiful. Well, Dan, uh, where you can find the Brunch Breakdown on social media is my Get It Off Your Chest segment uh, this week. Because I have to say something that I haven't said that I've been meaning to say, but I was trying to wait for all three of us to be here. But, you know, it is what it is. Who knows? Yeah. When all three of us will be here again. But anyways. Yeah. All right. So anyways, so get it off our chest, random topics that we have in our heads. Um, I would like to get this off my chest. Um, Dan, and you do a great job on the clips every single week. And some weeks, all the clips go up. Some weeks, they don't. Here's the reason why recently. Okay. So we talk about different brands and stuff, right? And as you know, there are a lot of brands that I work with right now. So I did a shoot with yeah. cup noodles. And <laughs> <laughs> that is now done and I've been paid for so I can talk about this now. But like I legitimately couldn't post that clip until like two weeks or however many weeks uh, later, <laughs> even though I loved it so much. Because yeah. I was like, everyone, they're looking at my social media. So this happens from time to time. And I'm just like, I, I don't know if I can post this. I don't think I can post it. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, But yeah, we said something about like amusement parks one week. And I've got this thing that still I'm not sure if I'm doing yet for an amusement park. So we'll, anyways, we'll see. But yeah. But I just want to let you know, Dan, you do an amazing job on the on the on the clips every week. It's not that I don't love them all. It's because sometimes I have to remember that. Uh, yeah, my my work depends on some things sometimes. And it's funny because it's not like we're out here saying the most outrageous things or making these terrible things, obscene things. No, no. It's literally because I did a shoot with cup noodles and I don't want them to hate me for it. So, um yeah so there you go had to get that off my chest dan doing a great job keep doing a great job well thank you for that and thank you for the explanation because every once in a while it'll happen and a week will go by and i'll just be like i feel bad i'm like guys gotta be so busy i'm like 
Didi, if you need any help, let us know. We can we can put those clips up for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're going through, you know, what do I have on down on, on down the line or, or or ready for this brand that I gotta be careful of posting? So that makes a ton of sense. And it really kind of changes the outlook on brunch court moving forward. <laughs> um, as it's been for you this whole time. Um, there's a pretty major brand that we're talking about in brunch court uh, today. I hope you've got nothing on Listen, the table for them. <laughs> we're not holding back. I'm still not holding back. No, 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 no. Not holding back. Just, you know. Just the someone, clips. If Just someone wants clips. to listen to an hour of my podcast and they find me saying something about your brand, listen, I don't deserve to work for you. But <laughs> <laughs> now, if you if you click on a 15-second snippet from my Instagram story, that's my fault. <laughs> yeah. <So>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That's well, absolutely incredible. To get that off okay. my chest. Dan, what is on yeah. your mind today, sir? Um, a lot. Okay. A lot. Let's go. Um been a busy week, Dee. Um traveled to Louisville, Kentucky for uh a, a very good friend of my wife. Uh got married this past weekend. And so it's been the first time I've been on a plane since probably late last year. And I think the last time I was on a plane a few months ago, I had a chess segment where I went off on how we board airplanes, right? We had a great discussion of this. We came up with solutions like board the back of the plane first or, you know, board the window and middle seats first. They each had their kind of own flaws, right? Because you try, you kind of try to reward the people to that gets on first, like they get the space in the overhead bin, right? Because sometimes that can that can be a little short. So that's kind of why. So it's, it was hard. We came up with some good solutions. Um, but after another weekend of traveling on four planes, I've made another determination of how we need to move forward and how we need to board planes, DD. We should be boarding pl- people on planes based on experience level. <laughs> okay, let me let me explain this. A little bit. All right. The amount of people who are so unaware of what to do when boarding a plane, like how to put the bag overhead, what direction it should face. The fact that if you have a small carry on bag or a backpack or a purse that goes under the seat in front of you and not overhead and they make that announcement constantly again because overhead space is limited. So get your small bags and put them under the seat in front of you. Um, people fastening their seatbelts if they're like in the middle row before the entire plane is boarding. So you've got empty seats next to you. So when you get up, you have to undo the strap. Um, like, And this one was particularly one that we dealt with. If you're sitting in an emergency exit row and the flight attendant has to come over and ask you if you're willing to perform the duties in the event of an emergency, please give me a verbal yes. And all you do is nod your head. That's not verbal. That's not a verbal yes. Flight attendant literally goes, I can't hear you. And this kid had to say yes. We need to be boarding based on experience level. That's how it has to be. Okay. I think you should be able to sort of like maybe take a test, like a driver's test or like be observed. You know how sometimes like right now you can like progressive insurance, you clip a little thing into your car and it, 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 it 
records how how fast you drive and how you obey things on the road and it kind of can reduce or probably increase your, your insurance. Maybe it's something like that, right? Based on how fast you move down the aisle, how fast you can get your bags in the overhead compartment, how fast you can get in your seat, or how fast you can get up to let somebody in the row, right? If you're in the middle or you're in the aisle, you got to get up and let the person in the window seat in. How fast you can do that. Let those people on first rather than mixing in a bunch of the dumbasses throughout the whole – and it just clogs the whole thing up. It creates chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why they let families with small children board the plane first. So since some people have the brain capacity of a child and – like. I'm sitting on a plane going, there is no way 80% of these people, this is their first flight. It's not possible, right? It's not possible. You don't need to be a frequent traveler. It's basic things, man. It's basic things. Don't you want to go? Like, let's go. I want to get in the air and on time. But because you take so long, it's not going to happen. This is the best way to board planes. I've I've determined this is it. It rewards the people that know what they're doing. Get in, get settled, get your overhead bin space. And then so we can leave on time and then they can deal with all the slower people as it moves along. That's that's all I've come to, Didi. It's come to this point. I it, It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I can't take it. Dude, this is, you know, this is one thing about the brunch breakdown. We don't just present problems. We give solutions. And... <laughs> <laughs> to that point, so this was great, Dan. Um, how do we implement this? Is this does this go like I have to get my TSA pre-check by December? I have to get it renewed. Yeah. So when you do the TSA pre-check, should you take a experience test? I and think there's that's exactly some it. little like marker to tell your experience level when you do the TSA pre-check. So people look at your ticket and they're like, mm, I don't think you're gonna board with these people. <laughs> like these are business travelers these guys they're here every day no no sometimes they take two flights one day they're they're here all the time yeah that we we need yeah. you to be in the in the third group here or maybe it's the first group however you're going to however you're going to do it because sometimes i wish like the the dumb travelers would just go in first honestly i wish they would always go in True. first so it's yeah. like first or last you know just to get all that stuff out of the way but there's got to be a way you can do this and i feel like there's a simple it's simple like when you're doing the TSA, you're doing your clear check or whatever, one of those things, like I think you should have to. And I honestly think you should be retested, just like with driver's license. Like you said, I think you should be retested every five years just to see. Yeah. Are you still with it? Because I don't know what it is. Like, is there a certain age that I'm going to get to where I stand up when the flight ends? Like, <laughs> because right. you look around. Right. It's not people in their 30s. It's not people no. in their 20s. It's people in their 60s. Everybody stands up. And I'm like, guys, we're every not old white thing. Every old white man in the aisle seat <laughs> is up. Like, sit down, man. We're in the 22nd row. It's going to take a while. You're not getting off before anybody. Also, if you're flying into a big airport, LAX, Atlanta, we're not getting off the plane. Like, <laughs> We're like, well, we're going to be taxiing for a minute, guys. We're going to be <laughs> waiting for the gate for a little bit. And you guys are just up here standing. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> God, Dan. Yeah. That was good. That was good. I like this. Thank you. I, I think, like and we've got, you've got the testing strategy and solution right there. That's mm -hmm. how you do it.
that's how you take care of this problem. And we're going to get planes on time more often, more planes in the air. Like we can do this. Yes, we can do this. Pete, Pete, I know you're out there. The director of transportation. Come on, Pete. Give us a listen. Right. We got to get Mayor Pete on the brunch breakdown. Tell him all of our yeah. thoughts on travel. <laughs> hey, he does a lot of interviews, man. He does. He does. He's everywhere. Why not? We got, right. We're here to help, right? Yeah. We're here to help. We're making this happen. Mayor Pete, come to the brunch breakdown soon. Invitation. Definitely. Formal yes. invitation. Absolutely. <laughs> well, let's get into Brews Day. And Dan, um, I got coffee. I went to see Shania Twain <laughs> last night. And okay, uh, okay. Went to see Shania Twain last night. Weirdest concert experience that I've had in a while. We, because Shania Twain, sixty years old. So the audience there ranged from like, <laughs> you know, early, like late twenties, thirties, and then just skyrocketed up to 60s, 70s. So we sat down. Wow. Basically, the whole show. Until the encore. And that's because the couple behind us were like, oh, we're leaving. And that was before. (laughs) (laughs) It was before the encore. So, um, yeah. So, interesting concert experience. Great show, though. But, uh, but yeah. So, that was a little bruised. Because my coffee, whatever. It's Duncan. It's not anything to talk about. So, I decided to talk about Shania Twain and stuff. Uh, But then, um, yeah. But then mayhem is sick and was up like 20 times last night so yeah that's what i get for drinking a little bit too much and then having to deal with the child so you know but she's alive so there you go well you're a trooper appreciate you being here today and running on caffeine whatever you gotta do here baby a a brew is a brew yes a brew is a brew so thank you for that um we mentioned coming off of memorial day weekend right great unofficial start of summer um, and I grabbed something today that really kind of could be the drink that I have all summer, um, if I had access to it, but I don't. And I've talked about this brewery twice on this podcast now, once last year, once a few months ago, Zul Beer Company, and that's XUL out of Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, recently swung through there and they have a seltzer DD and you know me. I'm not seltzer guy. However, a craft seltzer is a good seltzer. And those are the ones that are not clear. No, no. I don't want to see through my seltzer because I know there's nothing there for me. I can't see through this thing. And I am super excited about it. They call it a a seltzer based on their name, Zool with the X. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a pina colada seltzer. Oh, stop. And it is unbelievable. (laughs) It is unbelievable. This I want to drink this all summer long. It tastes exactly like a pina colada. The coconut, the pineapple, it is just, it's all there. You, you there, There's no way you can believe this is a seltzer, but it is. We're still only looking at a 5.5 ABV, right? Yeah. And it's beautiful. just, there's way more going on here. Way more going on here than your trulies and and people. I'm I'm not against all that your white claws and anything like that, but for me, this is the way to go. And I I want this all summer. I would crush these. This flavor is amazing. It screams summer, and it is perfect kicking off summer Memorial Day weekend. It was it's it's all about this right here, dude. It, it, 
I this is probably my favorite or second favorite brewery in the entire country. It's just so far away, <laughs> but it's always worth the trip. Always. Wow. And that's a great can too. Great can. Yeah. Belzer. It's it's amazing. Their whole aesthetic is amazing. Cool. I I love this place. I love this place. And I actually do love this seltzer, a rarity coming from your boy. I am jealous. That sounds amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's Bruce Day. Cheers, Dan. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. And speaking of drinks, let's get into our first topic, Dan. Uh, well, <laughs> when you get on the airplane, sometimes you want to you want a drink of some variety, whether that's a Sprite or maybe you want an alcoholic drink. But have you ever thought that your ice was, I don't know, disgusting or unsanitary? Well, there is a study that shows that ice on airplanes may not be the safest. <laughs> Have you ever thought about this before I sent it to you? Because I was like, what? Um, In a way, I have. Uh, not necessarily ice, but in a, in a related way, the water. And I think it was my brother-in-law told me, like, don't order coffee or tea on an airplane because of the water source and where the water, the tank, the water is sitting in. That's the water they're using to brew coffee and tea. <laughs> when you order a water, a regular water, you know, now, nowadays, not back in the day, nowadays, you see them opening like the liter of water and pouring mm -hmm. it in. You're safe there. But I, I was always been very cautious about coffee or tea because they're not using that bottled water. They're using plain water, P-L-A-N-E water. <laughs> and this topic goes right into, oh, yeah, the ice is probably coming from the same place. Oh, yeah. Um, this is according to uh, Katie Heal. She's a seller and server of learning experience, design manager at Certus. And when it comes to airplanes, water and ice supply, there are two main sources of contamination, those that handle the water and ice and the surfaces that the refreshments come into contact with. And I, I got to tell you, and now you just screwed me up, too, because I always get coffee on airplanes. <laughs> always. Oh <boy. laughs> Every time I get coffee on airplanes. Every single time. That is what I get. Oh boy. It's either coffee or water. So water, happy to know that I'm safe. Thanks, Dan and your brother-in-law. <laughs> but coffee, it's like I always get coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 dangerous because of yeah the the tank. And I guess they what they implemented a law and um there was a study done in 2004. Maybe the law was 2015. I think where it like raised um the level of cleanliness that those tanks have to be. And yeah. it's like, boy, that took a long time. Like, are you kidding me? That's not that long ago. That's no. terrifying. Um, I will say this probably varies from airline to airline because I flew two airlines over the weekend and I want to say it was Delta. And it, it it's ironic you sent me this because I felt a sense of comfort after having floor, four plane rides and a couple of waters with ice. Wait, four? Dude, I can't get direct anywhere. <laughs> you know how close Louisville is? And I had to we had to fly through Charlotte on the way there and Atlanta on the way home. 
Oh, oh. Yeah. Like two one hour plane rides. They have five hours to get there. How long does it take to get to Louisville? It's not that long. No, 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 not long. Not long. We considered driving, but we drove, we did this, the, the Tennessee drive a month and a half ago. And yeah. of course we're going to a wedding. She's Shannon was in the wedding. If there was an issue with the car, we're uh, screwed big time. Yeah. An issue with the plane, we can probably work around it. We can probably get there either way. So we decide <laughs> to fly, but having to go out of the way. Yeah. So four planes, four planes. That's tough. When we were entering the Delta flight, literally entering the plane, I saw my man, the flight attendant, like he was getting ready to go to a tailgate, a bag of ice, breaking it up, hitting it on the floor, you know, loosening things up. And I'm like, that's fresh ice. That's good. Somewhere else is ice. Not made on this plane, not with the plane's water. So at least I know Delta is not doing that. But that is certainly not to say every plane is the same. And of course, third-party ice is no guarantee either. But I'll take third-party ice over airplane ice. But it's going to make me think twice moving forward about anything I order with ice. I'll be like, hold the ice, please. I don't need it. And for those who like an alcoholic drink on the plane, or for those of us, those who think they're a little bit smarter than other people, uh, the expert in this article says that if you think your vodka soda will kill off the bacteria on the ice, (laughs) think again. It (laughs) will not. So I guess this just means, I mean, we're just going to be drinking. If we drink it on a plane, it's just going to be warm, I guess. Or however as cold as the... The Coke is or as cold as whatever your mixer is. That's what you got. Yeah. Yeah. You're there's not a lot of safe options then on a plane. If you're not mm-hmm. asking for ice, yeah. You need a you're cracking a beer, maybe, is what you're doing. But yeah, it may it really makes you think two, three times over about ugh. Yeah. What am I ordering? Mm. You know, because people get People get sick after traveling in a variety of different ways, Mm -hmm. right? And often it's just because you're around a lot of people, touching a lot of surfaces, all that crap, which I could do an entire (laughs) episode on. Um, But you don't think that maybe it was the ice in the plane. Probably not first, second, or third on your list of how you might have gotten sick traveling. God. Well, yeah. Beware of the ice on the plane. Yeah, That's what we got. Good advice. You see, we're trying to we're we're doing good here, people. We're helping you with your travels. It's summer, right? A lot of summer vacations coming up. Board the plane with experience <laughs> and don't order ice already. Ooh, dude, so so <laughs> many solutions to everyone's problems when it comes to traveling. All right. Well, yeah. let's uh let's get into this, Dan. Um, you went to a festival this weekend. Let's I talk did. festival <laughs> etiquette. Why was this on your mind? I'm always down for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we went to a music. Yeah. I, I literally just told you we went to a wedding this past weekend, but we also went to a music festival because that's what we freaking do. That's right. Um, and it was a, uh, a music festival held in Pittsburgh and it's by a group that puts on these, you know, they've been putting on these music festivals in regional cities like Cleveland and Columbus, Indianapolis. And now they're kind of expanding it more into Pittsburgh. Um, it was out in a, a, a big park area, kind of north of the city of Pittsburgh, where they had three stages. Um, so it was a rather large festival for the area, I suppose, right? And the amount of people 
that brought blankets, and you know this, Didi, even from Coachella, it's not as bad there, but people that put a large blanket down and essentially camp out all day, we have to do something about this, <laughs> right? Because it's you can't expect people to not stand in front of you or around you or accidentally step on you or your blanket because you're setting up shop there and you think this is this is my private space that we've paid for. You have not done that. That is not the case. People are there to stand because it's a festival. Listen, if you want to sit or if you're not there, if you're there for the main act and you want to grab some space, I, again, I think we need to find solutions to these problems. And my solution to this problem is if you bring a blanket or you bring a chair and you plan to sit most of or the entire festival, you have a section in the back. <laughs> you want blanket seating, blanket seating's in the back because the other people want to stand. So let them stand and be away from you. I can't imagine blanket sitters enjoy people blocking their view, right? I don't care. You chose to sit there. I'm here to stand. So you obviously don't care about how close you get if you're going to sit the whole time. So blankets and chairs, your own section in the back. You can relax. You can lay down. You don't have to worry about anybody around you standing in front of you. You can camp out there all day. Didi, I think this is another solution to a problem. We've walked through uh. the Coachella grounds, especially at night, especially at night when it's a little harder to see. And the maze that you have to go around to not just people sitting, but these blanket people, it's too much, man. It's it's too much. We can't intermingle. It's it's creating chaos and nobody's winning in these situations. Your thoughts? Uh, I am so behind this. Like if I wish a presidential <laughs> candidate would put this, I, I'll vote for you. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, <laughs> I don't care who you are. If you can implement this at music festivals across the nation, I'm voting for you. You got my vote because it's the most annoying thing in the world, especially at night. Like you said, yeah. especially at night, all the people who just sit there and you're like, like you're kneeing people in the head, you're stepping on mm -hmm. people's stuff. They're getting mad at you as if you did something wrong. It's like, no, I'm trying to fill in this space that magically, whenever you're at music festivals, it's the most annoying thing about music festivals. Honestly, the most annoying thing about them is that once the act starts, everyone gets up and there's all this room magically where when you're yes. trying to get to a spot before the act starts, because, hey, I don't want to be moving whenever my favorite artist starts singing. Crazy thought, friggin', there's all this space for everybody to move. So if everybody was just in the spot, we would save this. So all the blanket sitters, all the people who want to sit back, people who want to rent their chairs or bring their chairs, all sit in the blanket section. Genius. Hashtag blanket sitters. I'm all down for this. <laughs> just get to the back. Hang out. And like, you know what? Like, treat it like a reverse VIP. Like, mm -hmm. you can make this tickets cheaper for them. I mean, yeah. they got to be, they got to stay there. That's the kind of thing is like when you're in that section, because those people tend to do that. They stay, mm -hmm. they sit, they stay, they don't get up. So if you want to sell them a cheaper ticket because they're going to be in the back, acknowledging and knowing that they're going to be in the back, fine, let it happen. But if you want to stand, let the people stand close to the stage, blanket sitters, chair people, we need another section in the back for all of you because you'll all be happier. You won't have to worry about blocking the stage. 
you're going to get the same sound anyways. You'll probably be able to see the screen better back there anyways. Like, again, solutions to problems, right? It's got to happen. Give them their own big screen back there. I want this to be nice. Give them yeah. like, give them their own dedicated big-ass screen right there. It's like they're at a movie theater, but they're at the festival. You're still there. Just That's your section. Do that. And I'm like, man, this is good. Man, we are I love that. solving everyone's love that. summer problems. Lollapalooza, we really you're are. welcome. <laughs> Outside lands, Austin City Limits, you're welcome. You are welcome, yeah. guys. You want to know what else is genius about this festival that I went to? Okay. And I don't necessarily foresee this happening everywhere. Uh, in and out privileges. Mm-hmm. Were per- you were allowed to go in and out of the festival as many times as you wanted. And the parking lot, people were able to tailgate in the parking lot. So, like, shrink Coachella a lot. <laughs> in and out privileges at festivals at concerts, people, it's got to happen when you're there for seven, eight, nine hours a day. Hey, I don't care as much about this act. Let's go to the parking lot, which, by the way, where you can still hear everything because it's literally on the other side of the fence. Yeah, It's not a mile away. It was amazing. It was amazing to be able to experience that. Because when we go to Coachella, we don't go in and out. We're not on the campsite, mm-hmm. right? If you're on the campsite, you can do that. But in and out privileges – at festivals, people, I I love this, and I love being able to just tailgate at the start, go in, go back out, tailgate a little bit more, in and out. It's it's game changer. It's a game changer, and it, it made the experience even more worth it. I'll tell you. I love that, man. But yeah, that, oh, God, festival etiquette. Just, dude, I, like, and, you know, I went to, we went to Coachella and just me and Pete this year. The year before that, we had like 10 people or whatever, eight people. I don't know. A lot <laughs> yeah, of people. Yeah. And it's so funny when I've told people, they're like, oh, how was Coachella this year? You just had a smaller group. I was like, two person Cella. I don't want to offend anyone, but it's no. great because of the blanket people and what Dan was just talking about. Because you really, because you don't have to, you know, do the thing that I hate the most, and that's hold hands and build a chain. I hate it more than anything in this world. Oh. That's a festival etiquette thing for me, too. I can't stand it. I hate it so much. I don't like it. I hate 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 it. But when you're in a big group, someone ends up doing it, then you end up having to do it, and you hate yourself for it. But anyways, um, that's the thing. When you're with two people, you do it. But if you have a big group, it's so hard to navigate at night, and you just end up in a spot that isn't as good as a spot you could have been in. If people weren't sitting on blankets or sitting down and just being awful and showing terrible festival etiquette. So, yes. Yeah. You're right. Two person festival, two person cello. Yes, you can see the most. You can do the most. You can get around easiest, but you'll have those groups, 10, 12 people, the link chain, and just creates chaos. We've got to have some etiquette. (laughs) Well, that was festival etiquette. Hope that helped. Shouts to you, all you people who sit down at festivals. Trash. <laughs> um, now let's get into brunch court. Dan, what you got for us on brunch court? I have no idea what I'm going to be looking at here in a couple seconds. Well, Didi, all I can say is based on your chest segment earlier, I hope that Heinz, Craft <laughs> Heinz Company, is not on your list <laughs> in the near future because. Uh, what we are looking at is something pretty special. And I think people have been waiting for maybe a long time. This is the Heinz dipping sauce 
machine, okay, where we've all seen the Coca-Cola ones in fast food restaurants where you can kind of mix and match different drinks that you want. Uh, this will allow customers to create their own pre-mixed custom dipping sauces with just a few presses of a button, okay? So the base sauces are obviously Heinz ketchup, ranch, Heinz 57 sauce, or barbecue sauce, okay? Those are the bases. Each of those can be enhanced with other flavors. Currently, those include jalapeno, smoky chipotle, buffalo, and mango. And each has three levels of intensity of how much of that additional flavor you want on the base sauce. Okay. And eventually they're going to have over 200 different flavor combinations that will be available down the road. 200. Okay. Without a lot of requiring customers to like mix and match their own. They're going to like preset a lot of these, but they're just starting to roll this out. Could be arriving in select restaurants by the end of this year. Didi, the Heinz dipping sauce machine. Your thoughts? I mean, let's go. I'm I'm all for this. Like uh, yeah, this is great. Like why like why not? Like cuz honestly the what are they called? They're like it's like Coca, it's like mix or remix machines or whatever the Coca-Cola yeah. machines are called. Um mm -hmm. where you can make any kind of Sprite that you want, which I think is amazing. I'm a big Sprite guy. Uh, and I can put any kind of flavor in Sprite. That's incredible. Um, and with this, it's great because already when you go to if you go to the ketchup aisle, there are eight million kinds of Heinz. Like I got suckered in by one because there's one called the Art of the Burger that's like ketchup Ooh. with a little bit of mayo in it. And I was like, I'm going to try this. Not a big mayo guy. I'm going to try this. It's great. It tastes it tastes like you have a little bit of mayo in there, but not like an overpowering amount. Of mayo because that's my problem with mayo so but it's still but it's ketchup that's all in one thing art of the burger check it out that's what this is it's amazing like i'm who if you hate this you hate yourself what i mean i i love the idea too you know coke's been mastering this for a while like you mm. said with their machines and this is this is perfect because we're avoiding there's a lot less waste with this right rather than the packets or those disgusting pumps into the into the little cups. They're so disgusting, right? Talking about airports and the different services there. Wow. Those things are nasty. Absolutely nasty. Um, do any of these flavor enhancers really stick out to you in a good way or bad way? Again, jalapeno, smoky chipotle, buffalo, mango. Anything that you're like, ooh, that, I got to try that or I'm staying away from that. You know, in this situation, because I've thought about this a lot, right, because of being in the ketchup aisle, uh, I really want to try the jalapeno one, but I don't want to buy a bottle of jalapeno ketchup. There you I go. need to try it first. I'm all down for this. And to try the intensity yeah. levels, I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 maybe that's a little too much. Dial yeah. it back. Dial it back. You know, because like I feel like because with jalapeno, it's it's interesting because every salsa is made with jalapeno regardless if it's mild or medium or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you don't really, and it's not like it makes it so much hotter. So I feel like if you have a little bit, you just get that little kick and it feels good. 
but mango i don't know who is doing that and i that is weird <laughs> i don't know listen and i am somebody who likes mango in my drinks i like mango period i just I, ketchup that's that's an interesting one for me yeah mango ketchup's not definitely not gonna work mango <laughs> salsa works great yes. mango ketchup won't work at all um mango ranch makes me vomit just thinking of it mango heinz 57 sauce no chance in hell mango barbecue sauce maybe okay i, maybe. I can get down with that i can absolutely get down with that yeah but like that's it yeah that's the only one and so it's interesting they went mango when it's like it works for one of the four it works for one of the four it doesn't work anywhere else there um smoky <laughs> chipotle I'm going to be all, I mean, that's going to work for everybody. Yep. That works. Give me that on all of those. Yep. I'm glad for that one. Same with Buffalo. Mm -hmm. That's going to make it interesting. That's going to make it interesting. So, um, and like you mentioned jalapeno, that's really going to, that's going to be fire too. Um, yeah. But I'm all for making the condiments go <laughs> together. Less condiments. Yes. Makes for a cleaner experience. So I'm all yes. for mixing this. You want to mix your ketchup and your ranch? Amazing. And make it one cup. We put it in, like you dip it in, whatever, however you're going to use it. It's amazing. Like I don't need both. I like I like mixing the experience because I will. I grew up, my dad used to always just like make a mix of like, and it looked absolutely disgusting, but it was ketchup, mayonnaise, relish, uh, and mustard all in one thing, and he would just like mix it up, and you just throw it on the hot dog, you throw it on the burger. Thing is, it looks disgusting, but yeah. you, but you bite into it, it's everything you want all in yeah. one simple thing. So like, I'm I'm all for this. Now that's what's a little surprising, right? Is that they Heinz has been doing these like combo sauces too, where it's like mayo chip, it's it's mm -hmm. mayo and ketchup. Uh, and obviously that's not a selection here. Um, they do have some of the enhancements, like the Buffalo is in one of them, but, um, it's interesting that they haven't embraced that. And I'm not sure, I'm not exactly sure why, uh, that that's, I mean, may, maybe the Mayo is a little bit more tougher to, to get to work through this machine, but again, eventually it's probably coming with over 200 combos, uh, down the line, but be on the lookout later this year. This could be a game changer people, a game changer. I'm here for it here for it big time brunch court there that's great. big time <laughs> <laughs> oh man is that what we got that's what we got i love it i love it well let's get into some music we're finishing this out with some music because since we said memorial day is the start of summer i just want to know what songs feel like summer and the reason this came to my head and this is the first one i'm putting on there will smith summertime was one of my friends sent it to me because they were on the beach and they were like, it's time. And that song's playing in the background. I was like, yeah, that song is just as soon as it starts, drums, please, it's summer. <laughs> and I don't think you ever hear that song except for between May and September. <laughs> and mm -hmm. yeah, amazing. So shouts to Will Smith, DJ Jazzy Jeff for just making the ultimate summer anthem. But that just feels like summer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you're right. Because some of the, these some of these songs it's the only time you should be hearing them. And when you yeah. hear them, you know, you know when mm -hmm. it is. Um, our good friend and listener of the brunch breakdown, Calvin Harris is all over this list. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. summer right there. That <laughs> yeah. only feels appropriate in the summer. Uh, feels 
with mm. Pharrell and Katy Perry. It's got that kind of tropical vibe to it. Um, that one made for summer. And then I'll even put Slide on there yep. with Frank Ocean and Migos. Slide is another one where it just feels right. It's a summertime song. It just that's when you should be hearing it. So all of the Calvin Harris for summer. For some reason, it just it just makes sense, dude. Slide. We were listening to that last weekend because we had the big slide out. The kids were running yeah, around, right. and, and I was just like, "This is just." It just felt like summer. Like last weekend felt like summer. This weekend didn't feel like summer, but last weekend it was like eighty-eight. We're in the backyard, water. Everybody's drinking seltzers and rosé, and we're all just wild. And so, um, yeah. Uh, next one, Omi, cheerleader. You're not gonna yes. hear that song any other time but summer. And <laughs> honestly, one of my favorite songs of the summer of all time. But that song can make it feel like summer if I play that in the middle of a snowstorm. It doesn't matter. That song just feels like it just feels like summer. So cheerleader. Yeah. Oh, me. No doubt. No doubt with that pick. Um, This one a little bit more old school. OK. But it's extremely well known and if you're hearing this in the months of September to April you're you, you took a plane to get there because Bob Marley jamming I mean you need to be in that environment summer warm either you're somewhere tropical or it is the summer where you live is the only time that can legally be played anywhere on the planet and so that one just First time you hear it, you're like, okay, we're either on vacation or summer is here and this feels good. My God, that just like, you know, honestly, because there's this thing like when you go to Hawaii and you're just walking through stores or you're walking through whatever, it doesn't matter your grocery store. It's just that music playing. Like mm -hmm. it's just like reggae music playing or Afro beats playing or something like that. And it just makes you feel, oh man, it feels like summer. Uh, and speaking yeah. of that, and this is a newer one, but Despacito. When's the last time you heard Despacito not outside with people? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, honestly, when that comes on, and it's just these songs that, like, they have these, like, first couple seconds of the song, and you know it's on. And that's what, like, yeah. made me really think about it. It's just, like, there's just those songs. It's like the and cheerleaders, like, and then like Despacito just starts like, you know, and goes into the song. And it's just mm -hmm. these songs mm -hmm. that just take you right to that outside. And everyone knows the beginning. Everyone knows what's coming. I just ah, makes me feel good. Feels like yeah. summer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, a, a one that I'll throw on a little less known, but mm. to me, it's it's summer and it's like summer vacation. Um, I mentioned that you kind of had that even that feel with the Bob Marley, but the Mowgli's have a song called uh -huh. Vacation, which is just you're on summer vacation when you're hearing it. That's the only time you should be hearing it, and that's when you're hearing it, and it's big time summer vibes. You're not hearing it any other time in the year, and you're just like, it's that song where you're like, we've made it. We've made it to summer finally, and it feels good. It feels good. I love it. And uh, just to put a song with summer on, the playlist, uh, Kings of Summer, A-OK, -okay, Quinn 92. Like, yes, I, I went to see Quinn, Quinn this week and then he canceled like three shows after that. Um, 
because his voice or whatever but that he brought out a you know bring out aok was weird because it's like okay um and they just hopped around on stage but um anyways <laughs> the side note that song is just great and makes me feel good and it's got summer in the title so right there throwing it out there not only did he cancel shows after that one but cancel shows before that one including pittsburgh oh i heard your your, yeah. your, your wife told me yeah yeah, your wife yeah. told me. That was... was frustrating, finding out mere hours before the show. Wait, hours uh, before? Hours. Oh. Hours. Oh, well, like we were getting ready to go. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I guess that's how like people, I guess they got like the the, the like 12 hour notice or something. But like, yeah, because he canceled San, like oh, all yeah. basically all the places around. It was like San Diego, Vegas, maybe San Francisco, something like that. But he canceled like three or four shows like right after that. Because yeah. all he kept saying during the show, and he sounded great, um, but he just kept saying during the show, he's like, I'm just chugging tea. I can't. He's like, I'm not. I wish I was getting fucked up with you guys, but I'm chugging tea. And he kept saying, he kept yeah. referencing that. And then, like, the next morning, it was funny because Shannon, like, messaged me that. So I woke up to a message from Shannon saying, oh, I canceled the show in Pittsburgh. It sucks. I hope your schedules. And then, like, right after that, I see on his, like, Instagram, like, this message saying, canceling all these shows. My canceling voice more shows. going through it. So. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what he's too, doing. Ha- too hard, too fast. Yeah, too many shows in a row. Um, yeah. but hopefully, hopefully he reschedules. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next one for me, our boy Mac Miller, the spins. It just has that feeling. <laughs> like I could listen to that song any time of the year, but it feels so much more appropriate in the summer. It just feels so right in the summer, and it gets way more play in the summer, especially around here. So, Mac Miller. Just have to. Yeah, dude. And I had actually Mac Miller on here too, but I had uh weekend him and Miguel. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, because that song just, it's, that's just getting ready for the weekend. You just out ready to go. And I just, I love like feels like, you know, it's like, it's like feels like summer, but also just like feels like outside and feels like people are just around. And, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, those, that's my last one, but those, yeah, weekend. But uh, Mac Miller, he's got some good. I mean, he's got some good songs to just like, like these songs that you put your windows down to. You just feel like you're mm-hmm. just, you're just your hands just out the window. You're just, you know, you're just out. I just, yeah. Shouts to Mac. Yeah, man. Uh, last one that I have, little sneaky one again that maybe people don't okay. aren't as familiar with, but uh, George Ezra. Who, yes, known for Mild to Budapest. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, I was like, I got, I got nervous. You don't think like... somewhere with that. But but his song Shotgun, uh, 180, Other Side, Other Side of the Equator, all good. That one will give you give you those summer vibes too. That's my last one. Oh my God. How could I not? I, I just, all right, adding one. Uh, lean on. Oh my God. Like, what was I? Like that, like I didn't. I did have, both of us miss that. I have all these songs written down. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna say like four of them. Lean on, not one of them. And I, and it just shouts to George Ezra. I don't know why that made me think lean on, <laughs> it but triggered. like, I have no idea. Major Laser, lean on. What am I thinking? Yes. God. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you at least remembered it now and not Ooh. after the fact because that would have been embarrassing for both of us. Oh my God. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Songs. Yeah. There's so many. What songs make you feel like summer? Let us know at Brunch Breakdown. All right, let's get into new music as we end the show with the music explosion. Dan, what have you been listening to on all four of your flights to Kentucky? Yeah, seriously, a lot of music, a lot of music to get through. And a lot of music coming out uh, last week, which was fantastic. And it started with Dua Lipa, Dance the Night. 
off oh, the new yeah. Barbie soundtrack. I mean, if you haven't heard it, where the hell have you been? Um, it's been a minute since we've had some new Dua but right? And she is back with a banger, picking up right where she left off. Um, consider this song an early nomination for Song of the Summer. Ooh. It's coming out at the right time. And I think it's one of those ones, you can't have too much early momentum for Song of the Summer because you have a better chance of fading. I think this one could have the trajectory to get there. Dua Lipa, Dance the Night. Remember that one. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum with that, but this is a really good song, uh, Morning by Post Malone. That song is <laughs> yeah, so good, but it is on the complete opposite end of that Dua Lipa song. That song is so good and so well written. And it's like, I, he says in that song, the sun is killing my buzz. That's why they call it morning. And I'm like, that is just such a, like, that's songwriting right there. Like that, like, yeah. come on. Like, that is so good because, you know, everything has been said in a song. You just say it differently and whatnot. But that I've never heard said in a song. Maybe it's been said in a song. I've never heard it before. But I was like, I'm obsessed with that chorus and just post malone just those hooks those choruses that he brings up are just so freaking good but morning post malone that is it's a great song it's yeah. a great song um throwing a new artist on the playlist not necessarily new but new to the playlist for our listeners at least uh roosevelt he's a german synth pop artist he's had some you know good songs to come out but uh he released a song last week called ordinary love and you mentioned earlier td we were talking summer songs like windows down hand out the window summer driving this song ordinary love is made for that you know it's kind of like chill but it'll get your head bopping and it's made for those summer summer night drives with the hand out the window from roosevelt called ordinary love check that one out nice nice uh bad bunny Add this to your possible sound songs of summer lists as well. Where she goes, Bad Bunny. This beat is, I mean, this is like full dance floor. Everybody's booty shaking. Everyone's hot and sweaty. This, I mean, that bass line. And here's the thing. As you know, Bad Bunny, you know, a lot of his songs are not in English. Some are half, some are like, you know, some are half, whatever. But this one, I don't know what he's saying, but that freaking baseline is insane. So uh, where she goes, <laughs> bad money. Like, goddamn, dude, that song's fire. Just get him out of the WWE, please. I'm done. Oh. I'm done with it. I don't. Dude, he's it. a mainstay. He's yeah. dude, every I'm time I see it. him on there, it's like crazy. Yeah. Done with it. <laughs> um, like him and Logan this Paul is kind of a... at the next WrestleMania. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Um, keeping on like the summer theme here, and this is just all, this is all, again, it's just all new music. And what I'm listening to this week, uh, surfaces, we remember them from their breakout hey. hit, uh, Sunday best, right? It had a summery theme it had took over a lot of the summer. I think it was last year. Um, and they've got another summer feeling song, su summer feeling song called real estate. And naturally I was attracted to that just by the song title anyways. Um, but these dudes have been like putting out songs and albums, like for the last four years, they've had an album come out. <laughs> um, it's crazy. They just keep pumping it out. But this one, real estate, has some summer lasting power, I think, for sure. So I think we're gonna be hearing this one for a while too. 
Like it, like it. All right. There was there's so much music that came out, but I'm gonna go with one yeah. that you may not have heard. There's artist, her name's Fig. I find her to be awesome. She just put out a new single. It's called Seeking for Connection. And I just love Fig's vibe. If you like this song, she got an EP, got seven songs on it. Go check that out for those. I think she put out last like October or something like that. Um, go check that out too. But yeah, Fig Seeking for Connection. Nice. And that Very is nice. what is that? That's all. Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, and that's what we're listening to. Yeah, I yeah, love it. That's what we're listening to. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're listening to. I was oh. like, I, I forgot who went first. I was like, Did I go last? Did I go first? I don't know. <laughs> right. Chris, come back so I can figure this stuff out. All right. <laughs> I know. We're after our three regular three man rotation here, Chris. Come on. <laughs> well, that's what we're listening to, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna put a Chris Gates pick on here because uh, I uh, I was listening to the Hot Mulligan album. A couple weeks oh boy, ago. Look at you. And so shouts to Hot Mully, as Chris likes to call them. And I am going to put No Shoes in the Coffee Shop on the playlist. No Shoes in the Coffee Shop. Why okay. off of Hot Mulligan's like new album? Why would I watch? Well, yeah. I like that title. All right. Yeah, I like nice. Nice little shout out to Chris there. Yes. So shouts Very to nice. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, Dan, any final thoughts today on the brunch breakdown? I mean, we're just helping people here, man. And Mayor Pete, the open invitation stands. You know, we're talking fixing the ice on an airplane. We're talking about how to board an airplane. You know, we talked festival etiquette. And we, we got you ready for the summer. So, I mean, we're doing our best here. And we're coming to the, we're coming with solutions, man. We're coming with solutions. We're just, we're just here to help. We're just here to help. So, any other problems, send them our way at Brunch Breakdown. We'll tackle them. We're here for you. Got them. We're ready. (laughs) That's the brunch breakdown. We're out. (laughs)